Kristen Vancheck. Jonah Jerkins. Hey guys, uh, if you're listening, you are a part of Prickhead Nation and you are listening to Petals and Pricks Bachelor Bachelorette Podcast. We're very excited for you listening. Uh, we had a little bit longer episode than normal, but we're at the end of the we're at the end of the season. End of the season, got a lot of shit to talk about. I thought we said some of the most interesting things we've ever said. I think it was a little long for us, and then um, which is saying a lot. Said, Sorry, Nancy. Nance. And it was a little more serious, yeah. but I think we made some good points. I think we talked about some important stuff. I did. Yeah. I think this is one podcast that is going to make you really think about you and your relationships. Yeah, it's going to make you really think it over. <laughs> really <laughs> think it over. <laughs> like suckering suckatash. <laughs> but if you're having a good time uh, along, uh, having this journey along with us, we really appreciate it. If you uh, would. Jonah, it's the process. The process. I'm sorry. If you trust in our process... Um, trust in the process we'll give to you, which is just like, subscribe, review. Uh, we had a lot of great reviews this week, and we really appreciate all those reviews. We had some people that gave updates. We've gotten a lot of updates, mm-hmm. which I love. I love. <laughs> Jonah loves an update. The updates are amazing because it's like I'm still listening, and I have something else to say, and I love that, and I want to hear what everyone's you saying. You guys have no idea how much it means to Jonah. I'm in the bones on It means right next now. to nothing to me, but a lot to Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Um, but uh, if you – and also if you have any – uh, comments you can email us at pedals and pricks uh podcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear that mm-hmm. and uh that's that's a, a jumbled intro but i thought it just it went just fine yeah but <laughs> we have to start this podcast i don't know how to start it we're working on a new song which is not there yet yeah but maybe this is the one that debuts it i don't know oh but we don't know until it starts. And how do we start, Kristen? I don't know. I'm thinking we should probably start it right about now. This is Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks, where we talk about me and recap The Bachelor. Jerkins loves it. Kelsey's never seen the show, but she's giving it a try for true friendship. Petals and Bricks with Kelsey and Jerks. We're going to press the button in three, two. I already pressed it. I'm kidding. Wait, no, you didn't. I fucked with you. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the air, baby. No, we're not. Yes, we are, 100%. I did not see you press the button. I know. That's how sly and slick I am. You're fucking with me No, right I'm now. not. Oh, my God. I know. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. 100%. All right. I took you off guard because what we want is we want you to be honest and true. I want you to be raw. I want you to be raw. And real. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to be raw. You know you know. tonight a couple of times, not tonight, but you know during this overnight, you know he was just like, let's just raw dog it. <laughs> I know they give us tons of condoms, but like, oh, it just feels so much better without do you think they actually give you a lot of condoms? They do on the show. That's what I've heard. Uh, that's what you heard. Okay, cool. From who? I mean, they should. Oh, from Reddit? <laughs> yeah, I read the Reddit. Okay. Well, anyways, for the people that just have been listening for almost a minute, uh, <laughs> welcome. Uh, I am Jonah Jerkins. This is... Kristen Fenjack. Yeah, and you are here at Petals and Pricks, the Bachelor Bachelorette podcast, which you already know it because you heard our intro. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we do two intros, but we do it. Yeah. Um, but tonight was overnights. Overnights. How do you feel about it? Um, not very much happened, but the stuff that did happen was pretty important, I think, to us seeing what ultimately goes down in the finale. Which you know everything about. Which I feel, well, yes, but, well, I don't know everything about, but I feel like people generally have been following this and kind of have an idea of what's going to go down. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and I think uh, in fairness to our listeners, we have to be honest that, uh, you're coming from a show, I'm coming from another podcast. Um, so it's very late at night. 
It is it's almost midnight. You have to work early in the morning to yeah. babysit as well because you're not a, a full-time comic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a loser. Yeah, you are. My parents don't pay my rent, folks. Mine don't. Mine are dead. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it was implying that. I mean, technically they do, probably. Well, in some form of way they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Through the grave they do. <laughs> Sorry. Was that mean? Yeah. It's a... Uh, you work very hard. I do. You really do. But in all honesty, to, you know, yeah. to, 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 to just focus on comedy was a very grave decision. Do you think your parents would be proud of this podcast? Right. My mom loved the podcast. And be honestly, be honest with you, I think uh, that's one thing. Okay, not to get all kind of dark up front, but I do miss like seeing like Jill Jerkins this eight times this week. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Oh. You're She would like contact me all the time being like, okay, so I've been watching The Bachelor because of your podcast. And these are the things, these are my thoughts. And I always wanted to have like a Jill's Corner and we can't do any more. We could do Jill's, Jill's Corner. Why don't we dedicate this episode to Jill? And Jill's Corner. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds sad. <laughs> it's in not sad. In so many ways. So remembering your mom and honoring her legacy. Oh, I think she's more proud of this podcast than anything I've ever done in my career. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which is, it is. Um, I think she started watching the show because of me, actually. No, she wa- she watched it before that. She just wanted to be close to you. She wanted to have stuff to uh, gab about. Yeah. Gal talk. You yeah. guys could chat on the phone like, so what did you think? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like, whatever. And then she's like, <laughs> she's like, why are you sound like that? I'm more like this. And I'm like, I don't know, mom. I just like, I love it so much. And pussy, pussy, pussy. It's all great. I like it. Oh, I love my girlfriends. They're great. <laughs> Which is, uh, speaking of relationships, what mm-hmm. I just kind of mentioned, we have to address something. Oh, what do we have to address? Because... By the way, if you're a first-time listener, we're not going to get into The Bachelor for at least 10 minutes. That's a fact. So, <laughs> That's how it goes. so get over it and don't give us another Relax. shitty review Skip about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, let's talk shit about two weeks ago. I don't have time for this. You know exactly how long our <laughs> podcast is. You do have time for this. Yeah. So um, there has been an ongoing joke. Yeah. Because you're from Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, yeah, And we all know that your, favorite, your, your most famous export of Pennsylvania is Bam Margera. Right. Right. <clears throat> that um, there has been talk, um, it has nothing to do with me, but there's talk that you dated Bam for a yeah. while. Right? We have actually, this is the week we had uh, a very nice listener um, <laughs> who wrote a very nice review uh, a, a, a little while ago. It was so nice. Uh, they actually wrote an update and they said, I don't know where else to ask this. You can always email us, by the way, at pedalsandpricepodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. We're not the best at responding, but we try to. We'll definitely talk about it uh, on the podcast. If you have any questions or comments or anything, we'd love to hear it. We love that stuff. Because we also had a couple of people write in about this, which is oh. kind of weird how that was kind of like it worked out together. Oh, yeah. She said, uh, I don't know if there's a right place to ask, but did Kristen actually date <laughs> Bam Margera? Because this needs to be discussed. Paraphrasing. I think I got that last line wrong. Yeah. yeah. So have you or have you not seen Bam Margera's penis? Listen. Not through a, a screen. All I'm saying is... Jackass did a number on him. Oh, interesting. Okay. His penis should probably be so two inches longer. So you saw him <laughs> you saw him pre pre jackass. <laughs> so we're talking early days, bam. This is when he's just a pro skateboarder, hanging out with Ryan Dunn, <laughs> telling his parents, I'm I'm gonna start videotaping, I'm gonna do I'm gonna fuck with you a little bit. How was his parents? Um his dad, Phil, I think. Phil, yeah. Yeah, Phil's a great guy. Yeah. Phil, uh, Phil and I would just shoot the shit. Yeah. And, uh, 
drink a lot of beer together. Okay. Well, your, your improv skills are clearly very bad. So I think we just answered your questions. Um, technically, you never dated Bam Margera. I literally maybe saw Bam Margera through the window of a bar one time. Not through the window, of, not through the windows of your heart. No, you know what's funny though is well, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I did go to school at Westchester University for two right. years before I transferred to Penn State, and he's like a fixture. Really, Westchester. Oh my God, it's so crazy how people uh, they'll say, "Man, I saw Bam Margera tonight at the bar." It was wild. Like people Isn't really loved Bam Margera, so it's it's just interesting that um, you keep making that joke, but yeah. he. No, that people definitely would get excited about seeing him. And yeah. he, he would go to, there's a strip of bars really close to campus there. And he would go to all those bars and people would see him all the time. Really? Yeah. That's so crazy. That, like, I guess every kind of town has like their local celebrity. Local celebs. Yeah. <laughs> my, my local celebrity where I grew up, I, we've, I think we've mentioned this on podcast before. Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't know. Uh, Screech. No way. Yeah. Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. Is from Wisconsin. But after uh, post Saved by the Bell, he lived in West Dallas. And when I, my first neighborhood I moved into outside of moving away from my mom's house was West Dallas. So, like, it, everyone was like, did you see Screech this week? Or what happened? Like, every it was always Screech. Oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, going to a coffee shop in your hometown and you're just, and then Screech is there? Yeah. That would just be so off-putting to me. I know, it really would, Nothing right? against him specifically, but just anyone in general yeah. like that who was yeah. a fixture in any era and you're just trying to go about your life and you see them and you're thinking what the what you know yeah i'm just trying to live my life yeah i don't want to see people (laughs) yeah if you like see like the full house people and it's just dj i don't want to see john stamos oh everybody wants to see john stamos that's a lie he's gorgeous but that has nothing to do it's like i just don't want to see or you want to see like uh uh the kimmy's boyfriend Oh, do you mean, wait, do you mean DJ's? Wait, did Kimmy Oh, DJ's a, boyfriend, yeah. yeah. Was that Kimmy's Steve. brother? Yeah, Steve. No, it wasn't Kimmy's brother. Okay. Yeah, Steve. Yes, yeah, like Steve would be the worst. Steve was just a wholesome guy. Like Kimmy would be so, that guy, that girl was hilarious. Kimmy, good yeah. old Kimmy Gibbler. Fun neighbor? Fun neighbor. I, na- I said neighbor <laughs> because, because you said Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so like when Scre- you'd see Screech out, and uh, I'm sorry if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but you'd see him out, My and God. like the whole thing was like... If you say Screech, he won't talk to you. Well, I would. But if you go, hey, Dustin, I really liked you in the movie Made, <laughs> he will be like, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. He would talk to you. And then yeah. you would kind of learn this guy. A and then bit. you'd gain his trust and then you'd say, Screech. Yeah. <laughs> well, then like a year later, he's like losing his house because he lost all his money. And oh, then no. he, online, he was like, he had these t shirts that he would sell. Oh, as, that's And stinks. the t shirt said, I, I helped save Screech's house. And it was just like, that's all it was. Well, I mean, it sucks to be known by one role, so I can understand the... Yeah, and, yeah, it's, and it's, it's like Screech. I know. I wouldn't want to be known by that. Yeah. You know? I totally understand where yeah. he's come from. Yeah. It's like being Chris Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being Chris Harrison? Just... Oh, God. I wish about it. I wish about it every Will day. you accept this rose? So many people probably say that to him. Here's a thing that I didn't like during overnights. I didn't notice this. I don't think I've noticed this before. What? But all, all the overnight cards, every almost, I think two out of three girls today <laughs> said, said, uh, you know, if you choose to forego your whatever, we have a place for you. Mm-hmm. Love, Chris Harrison. <laughs> so that means Chris is like writing these things, be like, yo, dude, y'all gonna fuck or what? 
Right. Yeah. Let also, me know. Also, the room that Check they would... yes or no. The room they would put them in if they didn't choose to stay together is probably a really shitty room. Oh, it's probably just like... Like a last minute booking. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a bench at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, like... You may as well go home, honey. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. Like, it's weird. It, 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 it's such it, a weird thing because it, it is very much implied. Has anyone ever said no to the fantasy suite? That's I'm something sure I would like to know. they have... I'm sure it's had I, to have happened. Or someone's at least felt uncomfortable because I think that's that's such a strange... It, it is strange a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I feel like it's built too, up too much. It's really built like, up. There's a lot of pressure. I think yeah. that's why I would feel uncomfortable. Have you ever had? Have you ever been in a relationship where you're like, I'm not going to have sex with you until X amount of dates? Um, no, I've never put those kind of boundaries. Has or anybody rules done that? To, done that to you? No, no. But but I mean, I understand people who do. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it just happens more organically. Yes. But for some people, they they kind of have a um uh, an itinerary almost, it, which I understand. But I think for everybody, it works differently. But I do feel that for this show, it is very formulaic, obviously, yeah. and um, it's sort of expected that you just go along with it. it just seems like too much pressure. It's really high pressure because, yeah. yeah, I can't, I, I, again, I haven't been watching the show very long, but I can't imagine many people have said no to doing the fantasy suite. I think a couple of times, I, uh, I think since we've been doing the podcast, uh, like I, th- I think there's been a, a few times where. Wait, wasn't there, I've never seen his season. I don't even remember his name, but wasn't there a bachelor who was so awful that everybody hated? And I'm pretty sure yeah, there that's was. Before, that's pre this podcast. Wasn't there yes. someone who said no to the fantasy? I, think, I, 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 I believe we're talking about Juan Carlos. I could be wrong. Maybe. But I know people are screaming he, at us right now, but like. He was the guy who had a bit of a language barrier. And Juan it, Carlos, yeah. It was probably him. Of all things. I mean, you wouldn't think Juan Carlos would have the language barrier. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But Oh, you mean Ted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ted had the yeah. yeah. It, are you sure it was Juan Carlos? I'm not positive that it is Juan Carlos, but I'm pretty positive Either that he's way. a very thought of, thought of as a very shitty bachelor. I just remember seeing him in the news. This was way before I ever watched Bachelor, but I remember seeing news headlines saying shit about this guy yeah. and how you know, like he pretty much was essentially hated by his own cast, which I think is very fascinating. Yeah. That the women on his season were telling him you're kind of being shitty. That's like the height of like shitty straight white guys. Yeah. Like, right? I, like the height of their power. Yeah. Right? Right. I guess he's not a straight white guy. Well, but like Juan Carlos is not a white guy. No. No. But like, you know what I mean? Well, I see what you're saying it's with the, that. The, the, the height of male masculinity as a power move. Right? Well, and this show is also built for the man to have all the power. The man literally has all the power in this right, scenario. Right, but like in the in the Bachelorette, they have all the power. Of course. Right. Which but is power dynamics between men and women are different regardless of the... True. So 100%. it's always a little bit different. Agreed. Um, but it's like too much... Have you... Okay, so uh, I'm going to um, dive deep here. You sure. don't have the answer if you don't want to. Okay. But like... Okay, so we go back to like the losing of your... My V Was that like, we don't have to get in specifics, but was that like, um, for you, was that like, that was like a build in a relationship or was mm-hmm. that kind of like, I just want to get over with? Like, was it in a, was it like a long-term relationship that mm-hmm. you were like, finally you're like, okay, on September 6th, <laughs> I, like at 7, 5, 7.05 PM. I'm yeah. Well, interesting for me, I sort of, I sort of, I definitely feel for Madison in this episode and just in general. Yeah, I do. I do too. I don't share her values, but I understand her apprehension and the way she feels about sexuality and virginity because I am not religious, but I do 
I kind of was that type of person where I had a long-term relationship in high school, but I never felt comfortable enough to have sex with him. And we dated off and on for probably like three years. And I did lose my virginity to him, but it was only after we were broken up, which was so, yeah, because I honestly, a lot of it was just me being terrified of having sex. And honestly, it's It's scary. It sounds dumb, but honestly, I was just scared it was going to hurt really bad. And he had a huge dong. So I I was terrified. Wait, he had a huge dong for what you thought at that age? No, he still, swear to God, I was like, okay, you know, I thought that as well, where I thought maybe it's just... No, he had a big dong, I mean, big hi- fat dong. I mean, we all know hindsight's twelve inches. <laughs> well, he was kind of one of those uh, skinny, kind of nerdy guys, oh. and he had a huge dong. Yeah, huge dong. Not even just by. I mean, I don't want to. Do we think t- Pete's got a huge dong? I have no idea. I okay. don't really think about that. But for me, I I don't want to d- objectify him or you know talk about his body. But but he did legitimately have a humongous penis and i was scared of it so a humongous uh dingalingus yeah (laughs) so for me it was just i was kind it also felt sort of momentous in a way to lose your virginity when it's for me it's i don't know sex is a thing where i don't i just i think you just kind of got to do it when it feels right for with the person and yeah so i mean we were like sex we you know we do like blowies and stuff and all that (laughs) But I just never felt comfortable having sex. And I think it was, um, I think it was like 18 when I finally. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is a good age. So I waited a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think some people lose it really young, which is fine if you're ready for that. But I think I also was just wary of the idea of losing it to somebody who didn't care about me or having a bad memory about the first time. I think um sometimes people lose it under circumstances where they might regret it later and i just didn't want to regret it and i don't regret it i think he was a very nice person okay um i think i waited longer than i needed to but i just wanted to be sure this was a good person does that if that yeah. makes sense no, that yeah makes sense. did you uh, was there a lot, like a lot of uh like was there a lot of talk from your parents about like how important it is and how it needs to be right and no did I, that come in any, any not really at all no. i talked with my mom a little bit about sex but she never imposed anything on me she just kind of listened to me when i talked with her about it okay. and my concerns about it but she never told me you know like you don't until, yeah yeah no my parents are very cool about that kind of stuff do you think with madison as a family thing or do you think it's like, oh. i mean obviously it's a, it's, a, it's a faith thing and we, we all have to respect that yeah i mean i definitely respect her faith but I wonder, I mean, I don't know. It's hard. I think we talked about this a little bit last time. I think it's hard to say whether it's entirely her decision or if it's something that's sort of been hammered into her brain the entire time she's been alive, you know? So who knows? Yeah. I think she genuinely holds that belief, but I also think her belief is somewhat rooted in what her parents kind of want to do. Because even the conversation she had with her mom where she said something along the lines of, have you told Peter about your choices? And the way she said your choices made me feel like she was saying our choices for you. Right. It felt a little like strange. What we think. What we think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's weird. It, it seems like she's kind of like understanding that it is um, kind of archaic to think that way. Even Who, Maddie? Yeah. I don't know that she thinks like, that. You don't think so? Because mm. she seems like very like understanding that like obviously you're not going to be like yes. that. And like, yeah. I w- okay, so I see what you're saying there where she understands. Okay, so yeah, if we're going to talk about that, I think she... Um, like th- This is an old-fashioned way of thinking, but it's very important to me. Yeah, so she's I, basically I, saying, 
I get it if you don't hold these values, but these yeah. are my values and that's where I stand. And I totally think she, I've seen people kind of 50, 50 on this where people are supporting her or saying she's wrong, but I don't really think anyone's wrong in this scenario. I think Madison no. is sticking to her morals as is Peter. They're just not really compatible. Yeah. That's really the kind of issue there. Yeah. Did you, so, okay. So after it was all said and done and it, like looking back, do you feel like you put too much pressure on that moment than what it ended up really being? Or do you Absolutely. still feel pretty good? Yeah, I think I, I did too. I put some, I don't know what happened to you, but for me personally, I kind of wish I had been, I think I was so careful about who it was and being careful with myself that I built it up to a point where I was so scared. And so for that reason, I can empathize with Maddie where, you know, she's much older. She's what, 20, I can't remember. She's in her mid twenties. I think yeah. she's not super young, she's but like 24. Yeah. She might be like 25, Yeah, but <laughs> like how, yeah, we're, we're always agreeing, but we're just a little off each <laughs> other. Little, right. Like 24. You're like, yeah, she might be like 25. And I'm like, I think she's 26. It but makes like, a difference. yeah, yeah. Not really. Yeah. But you know, so I can't imagine cause I was having these thoughts with myself at 15, 16 years old, wondering what I should be doing and if I was waiting too long or if... Were you being pressured? Not like pressured like in a shitty way, but like were you... Was no, my like boyfriend at the time was the nicest guy and never pressured me at all. Was yeah. so sweet. And he kept saying he was... He'd be saying stuff like, man, I don't care if we don't ever have sex because blowjobs are also pretty nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was very cool about it. And yeah. we had a very, I think, a pretty healthy relationship. So I never felt pressured by him. I think I felt societal kind of pressure, mm -hmm. which is insane because looking back, I was a teenager and I felt pressured then to be having sex and be sexually yeah. active because almost everybody else was that I knew. Yeah. So I almost felt as if I was a loser for weight. But, you know, waiting till you're 17, 18 isn't crazy. No, it's just another couple of years. Yeah. But I mean, where I, I, I don't think I lost myself in nineteen. Really? I lost, yeah, because I was in a, I got into a relationship in high school, and um, I don't think it was like it was one of those things. that just like it was never really brought up. I think her parents are kind of pressuring her not to. Mm -hmm. Don't really know, um, and I don't like. I don't like to. I never had that like. Why not? What the fuck? What the fuck? Like I never had yeah. that like thought because I never. Wa I don't want to feel pushy. You know. Right. And then I, I also don't. I never want those moments to be feel like it's just one person giving in to the other. Right. Like it needs to be kind of organic, you know? I agree. Yeah. And I think like we went on this like, we went on this like long, we, we went on this like trip together uh, to like Australia. Mm. And then like her parents <laughs> literally were like, okay, obviously this is going to happen. We don't want it to happen, but like, you know, like they're all like, they had a talk with us, you know? Wait, is and this for real or are you joking? No, I swear to God, it's 100%. I thought you were making a joke about the episode. Cause oh, because it's Australia. Yeah, yeah, which is insane, too, because I was like, I just bought this Australian whiskey <laughs> that this 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 kind of uh, specific uh, liquor store right by my place has. And I'm like, oh, it's crazy. I'm like, wow. Australia. And it, it brought back all these Australian. Uh, maybe this is why I'm bringing this up, because it brought back Australian mass memories. Yeah. And, like, you know, we were in Australia for 10 days. Never had sex. Ever. Like, flew. Like I was almost proud of it. Like, I, I remember when we broke up, I almost wanted to, like, tell... Her parents, like, we never had sex. Don't hey, worry never about boned it. your daughter. Do you yep. think I'm a good guy? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could never close a deal, aren't I? Great. <laughs> like, um, but I don't know. It's just like, it got, it, it's weird when it gets, like, that's why I feel bad for, I always feel bad for overnights because it feels like there's so much fucking pressure. Yeah. And it gets brought into a level that it doesn't need to be. I completely agree. Yeah. 
it feels it reminds me of that relationship because it, it it got to such a big pressure that we never had sex because it felt like it was this big momentous thing and then the next major relationship i had after that was this girl that i was like had a crush on in high school and i was like a fat kid and i didn't think i could and then she i to me she was like the hottest girl in school and then like <clears throat> she only lost she lost her virginity to the guy right before me mm-hmm. and because she dated this guy in high school for a long time and same thing it became this big thing and she never did mm-hmm. and then she was like well i don't i don't want to have sex again i just kind of want to be whatever and i was like okay don't worry about it and then like the next time we got drunk we just like hooked up you know mm-hmm. and it was like so blase not blase it was a great moment obviously but it was like so little pressure that i'm glad it happened that way yeah it just kind of happened Man, yeah, I totally feel the same way. There's just too much pressure on sex. The way that the girl, well, I mean, yeah, just in general, I feel, I would also feel a lot of pressure even not being a virgin going on the show and knowing, yeah. oh man, I made it this far, yeah. my fantasy suites. And let's say hypothetically, maybe you're not ready to have sex with this person or you're just maybe not there yet. Right. But it's sort of implied that you kind of have to, which is just a step in the show. Yeah. So I totally feel for Maddie in this scenario. I also do think she waited till the last fucking minute. Way too long. She probably the thing is, though, she probably should have said something earlier. But I also don't think it would have made a difference in Peter's actions regardless. Like she could have told him day one. I'm a virgin. I'm saving myself for marriage. He still would have boned everybody in the fantasy suites. See, uh, yeah. So I want to talk to you about that. So like that actually brings us into the actual episode. Yeah, We're yeah. at 20 minutes right now, so it makes sense. And uh, for the one person <laughs> who gave us a one-star review, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I like what we're doing. Um, okay, so episode last week, which is over uh, Hometowns. Yeah. Um, the three people get the rose, right? And then all of a sudden, he's like, cool, all right, peace out, see you later. And then all of a sudden, Maddie's like, I have to tell you about something. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we start this episode, mm-hmm. right? And which is crazy because when we first start this episode, they we start on a plane that sounds like it's going down. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, that's too, what are you, M. Night Shyamalan? This is too much, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, like a plane going down. I'm like, okay, just like this relationship's going down. <laughs> Hilarious. It. Right. Um, And then she grabs, uh, <laughs> I want to say Nick again. She grabs Pete. I, I, I won't do it. She grabs Peter and uh, they start walking outside and the girls, the other girls are like, what's going on? Obviously, like, why not? Yeah. And to me, I was like, oh my God, she's finally like strong enough to like say this moment. It's a hard mm-hmm. moment. And of course she's just like, oh God, it's so fucking cold out here. Which yeah. I thought she was going to go into just being like, just like the ice queen that I am. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, fun transition. Yeah. But no, she's like, it's a call here, whatever. And then they sit down and they didn't say nothing. This episode is full of Awkward silence. I could not believe how little that conversation. Nothing happens. I feel that for they, such a long period of time. Yeah, they both kind of danced around what they really wanted to say. Yeah, I don't know if it was edited weird, but I mean, Maddie in this conversation didn't explicitly say, "I'm a virgin saving myself for marriage," and Peter didn't explicitly say. I'm a horny little man and I'm yeah. going to fuck all those girls yeah. in the like I'm here to fuck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "Man." Like they sit down on the conveniently there's a couch on or a, a runway. Bench or something. Yeah, bench yeah. or couch on a runway or whatever. Yeah. And then they sit in silence and he's just like, "Is something to matter?" And it's like, "She <laughs> grabbed you." Yeah. 
isn't that insane? Where it's oh, like, oh my god! Like if if I was on you and I was like, uh, uh, all right, Fenjack, I'll see you later, and walk away, and you're like, Jonah. I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, I gotta talk to you. And then we <laughs> sit down, and then nothing happens, and I'm like, is something the matter? Like it, it, context, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first moment we've seen, at least, that Peter and Maddie kind of had a weird moment weird where moment. Yeah. neither of them really knew. They were kind of at an impasse yeah. where I think they were both realizing. Ooh, we might not be right for each other, I but know. nobody wants to pull the plug because they obviously really care about each other yeah. very much. And they just have really different values about relationships. Yeah. Well, he goes, okay, did you ever see Top Gun? No. Nairson Top Gun. Okay. But I, I get, you know, it's Tom Get Cruise, the references. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he goes, he goes, everything okay? And, sh- and then they get really quiet. And he goes, talk to me. I <laughs> thought he was going to say, talk to me, Goose. Because like in Top Gun, there's like, talk to me, Goose. Like there's a whole thing. And yeah. that reminded me like, why isn't there more Top Gun references throughout this whole? You'd think there would be more because they did a reference, I think, in the pilot episode. Yeah. My friend, every time if he texts me and I don't text him back qu- quickly, he always goes, talk to me, Goose. <laughs> like <laughs> it's cute. just like such a pilot thing, which I thought was interesting. Um, but then... Madison's having a really hard time saying what she wants to say, which yes. is interesting because right now I'm like, Madison, Madison's yeah. having a hard, so I'm having a hard time too. <laughs> so maybe I'm just being very empathetic. Um, but then she basically gives him an ultimatum in a, some some form or another. Yeah, I mean, she kind of did, but I think she was having such a hard time expressing herself because she didn't want to come across as controlling yeah. or manipulative. But in a way, she kind of came off more because she was trying to keep things quiet. I think she, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I think maybe she's aware of uh, Luke P and yeah. kind of how he was portrayed on Hannah's season. But anyone who has compared her to him, I think, is making like sweeping generalizations because although they're both religious, I don't right. think Maddie's anything like Luke P. I think she was trying to be careful to be. She's not very judgmental. Yeah, she's not judgmental because clearly if she was, she probably wouldn't have done this show. Right. I think she just thought that her and Peter had gotten to a point where they were pretty much going to be together. Yeah. And I totally respect where she was coming from. But at the end, you know, her and Peter are just so different. And Peter's not going to compromise his values as she's not going to compromise hers. Right. Do you feel like this episode um, and maybe the because you're more you're more uh, in tune with like the talk behind it is like more judgmental of like how we feel guys, how guys stick their virginity and how girls do. Because mm-hmm. I think with guys. Guys, it was like, you're kind of a bitch, but it's like not really, I don't know. Like, I just feel like she gets very judged on this. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I also feel that this has kind of been sort of an open secret all season. Yeah. And Colton's season was so, oh my God, every that two seconds. Like, so much. The virgin bachelor, virginy virgin man. It was just <laughs> every two seconds yeah. that they could bring it up or make a joke. It was a joke. And I think Madison, I was trying to say Maddie, and I said, so <laughs> Madison just didn't want to be the butt of a joke. Yeah. I think that's partially why she waited a long time because she didn't want people throwing around her personal preferences or yeah. her beliefs. But it's like almost like she didn't want to make it look into such a big deal. She didn't want it to be a storyline. Yeah. Probably. But which, I feel like. Yeah. 
and I totally respect that, right? And I respect where she's coming from, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That that's totally cool. But I feel like she kind of like because she was so so afraid of that, like I, it, she seemed worse than what her intentions were. Because mm-hmm. she was like, if you see somebody else, like I'm gonna have an issue with that. Like I don't want to be with you. But yeah. instead of being like, hey, just let you know, like I'm saving myself, and this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would have been more respectful. Right? Yeah. Do you think so? Am I wrong? I don't know. Am I being an asshole saying that? No, I don't think you're being... I just... I see... It's such a weird... I don't know completely where I stand on this because, man, part of me is thinking, yo, you should have told him day one. But then part yeah. of me understands she wanted to keep that private because right. also... You it go seems into like the a show. conquest in a way. Yeah, yeah, and she also doesn't know how long she's going to be on the show. I think part of her was thinking... I don't have to reveal this if I don't want to. Who knows where this is going to lead, you know? And then once she got this far, maybe she just felt like she was in so deep and she kind of realized, holy shit, you know, I waited this long. So I think, but then another part of me feels that that is so personal. It's kind of hard to reveal that to somebody and doing it on TV, but also you signed yeah. up for the show. So then, I don't know. I go back and forth, but I feel sorry for her. I do feel sorry for Peter as well. But something else that I've mulled over is that almost everyone has been saying Maddie is Peter's final pick and that it's obvious. And he has said in interviews he knew who his final one was very early on. Yeah. So if that's the case, that he... L- liked maddie and knew it was going to be her like why would you go why would you go yeah and i've heard from because i've researched this but other bachelors like either didn't sleep with their other choices in the fantasy suites or didn't sleep with all of them or only slept with the one that they really liked yeah and yeah i don't see the rationale behind sleeping with everybody and then proposing to someone a few days later. That yeah. seems kind of insane. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. Because, like, Maddie says that, right? Which I thought were going to... Made you know, total sense to me. Well, yeah. When she said that, too, I think even with uh, Peter, it was like, oh, th- I have no argument. I can't argue against that. Like, Yeah. So, like, we're kind of skipping ahead a little bit, and that's fine. But, like, like she, like she literally says, to re- reiterate what you said, she goes, I can't imagine, like, in a week from now you're on one knee being like, I want to marry you. Mm-hmm. But I know that six days ago you slept with somebody else. And you're saying, I love you. And them. I love you and you all I want. That's got, that's got a fuck. And then her thing was like, I can't get over that. And then that rationale, I was like, Oh yeah. How could you not think that way? I think Maddie is a very normal person on a very bizarre show. And she's thinking in real world terms right. and people on the show are in a bubble and they think of things in terms of the show, but then when they get off the show, that's when the trouble starts because they start to realize these things. Yeah. Thinking, oh, you slept with all these other girls because they're watching the show back together most of the time. Right. And um, I've heard other Bachelor couples have trouble at this stage where they see the other relationships, they see that they slept with other people. I mean, you can act cool about it all you want, but honestly, I wouldn't be cool with knowing a guy who supposedly loves me, wants to be with me forever, was saying I love you and sleeping with other people just a few days before. Yeah. And you can say you'd be cool with that, but I just don't believe you. No. There's no way that you'd be, like, cuddled up with somebody on a couch, and then every Monday you're watching 
your loved one be with somebody else the whole time. Yeah. And I think Hannah Ann and while you're less than a mile away. Yeah. And Hannah Ann and Victoria are acting so aghast about all this saying, Oh my God, I can't what? And I'm thinking if he chooses either of you, can you imagine Victoria? Victoria is one of the most insecure, jealous people who starts fights for no reason. There's no way if Peter chose Victoria that she would watch this show back, see those relationships. And if he slept with the other people, be cool with it. She'd yeah. be, they'd be, oh, she'd fighting. be freaking, yeah, flipping out. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe you said. Oh, could you imagine if, like, uh, I mean, I know we're not finished the, the episode or the season right now, but like, could you imagine, like, if she gets picked, Victoria gets fi- picked, and then she finds out that Madison, like, loves him so much that she loses her virginity for him? Yeah. She, she it, would flip the fuck out. She would. And oh, I just think it's such a facade for the other girls to act as if it doesn't affect them. Maybe in the yeah. moment it's not because they have She's this. Like, Who the fuck are you texting? What's on your fucking phone? Yeah. He's like, I'm just checking the weather in Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> Madison. Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah I it's uh, it's so weird because again I get that it's a show they sign up for they understand the process and what's gonna happen but a rational person would not be okay with any of this stuff that's no. happening and so I feel like with Madison I I like to think that she I I guess we don't really know if she was signed up or her friend signed her up I forget if we figure that out or not mm. but like I feel like she was probably like I want to you know, I want to live outside my comfort zone for a little bit. Yeah. And then she gets wrapped up in the whole thing. And then now all of a sudden she's like one of the last three. Yeah. It's so easy to get wrapped up in something like yeah. this where you don't know what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden it's the second to last week or whatever. Yeah. And you're with a guy and you really like him. And then you realize that your values don't align and right. what a weird situation this is. And, you know, and then producers are like, okay, she's having an issue with this. So guess what? Well, guess what we're going to do? <laughs> we're going to put all of them in the same goddamn hotel room together. And we're going to make her go last. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is the meanest thing. The meanest thing. They, of course, did that on purpose. There's no way they were going to give Maddie the first fantasy suite date. They wanted no. her to suffer. They wanted her to sit in the hotel with no phone, no TV. Nothing. Just her just, thoughts. Just her thoughts and the other pretty girls that look almost exactly like her. <laughs> Can you imagine how insane that would make? Dude, and I then watching the three it. girls together, you're like, you all look identical. This guy has a, this guy is definitely has like a, a type. Oh my god, which is amazing. Petite brunettes, man. Oh my god. Okay, so okay, so we see that whole shit, and then that's cool at the beginning, yeah. and then also we find out Australia, which I love Australia. We already talked about it. Never lost my virginia in Australia, but Australia. I love Australia. Yeah, everyone's trying to do the dumb accent. Didn't like that. Um, we see, uh, we cut to Australia. We cut to him uh, contemplating, whatever. He's always doing He's that. He's always contemplating, which you find out that's actually a real thing he does, <laughs> which is insane. Uh, and then we see him driving uh, a car, which we always see Bachelor Bachelor's driving, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But this time, he's driving the opposite side. I thought it'd be funny if they if they cut out to like a wide shot and he's just like murdering pedestrians <laughs> <laughs> just not knowing he's like i'm trying to find my wife get out of the way yeah yeah he's like oh, what's going on um it was crazy but this is how we find out so i think it's um Chris, um i think it's maddie first or no maddie walks in and then uh hannah ann's already there mm. 
right? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Right. No, actually, Maddie's already there, and then Hannah Ann walks Hannah walks in, in yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, this is my new place. What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, are you coming to it? That was sort of an awkward moment. Where you could tell she was thinking, oh, are you saying hello? Yeah, what are you, you doing? Like, are you leaving? Well, what are you for the welcome squad here? Making yourself at home? Why are you Christina's sitting on my couch? And like, oh, my God, look at my whole place. What the fuck are you two doing here? I would love if they were like, okay, this is a one-bedroom place. Yeah. And there's just three bunk beds on top of each other. I would not be surprised if that's what they did. That is yeah. so... And I hear n- I've that never seen this before. Th- yeah, I hear it's the first time they've ever done something like this, which yeah. of course they did to just make Maddie more insane. Oh, Chris. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, because Victoria's been not the most stable person either. Right. Which Hannah Ann's been kind of pretty. Hannah Ann's a like, robot. I'm keeled. sorry. Yeah. I don't know what her problem is, but she, not her problem, but she just seems so chill with everything. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine living in an apartment with two other girls that are dating the same person? That's crazy. And it's so funny that I loved watching <laughs> when it was the first of the two girls. I'm like, oh, my God. And they're so nice with each other. You look so cute. You look so beautiful. You look skinny. You're stuff. so tan. Oh, great. Oh, my God. Yeah, skinny. why are you so tan? Oh, great. That's awesome because I haven't seen each other in a while. And then they sit down. They're like, this is great, right? And then they're like, so are we okay. all together? Yeah, so it's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Victoria walks in. Oh, my God. You guys look fantastic. Look how cute we are. Oh, my God. You're the cutest people ever. Okay. We're dating the same guy. Uh, On second night, you're a bitch and you're ugly. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) I laughed so hard, I think I spit my drink out Uh, a tad. Because you know the girls are all familiar with the format, I believe. So they were all thinking, okay, so we just, what's going to, oh, we live here now. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's Cool. God, I can't, like, watching them go from, (laughs) <laughs> like nice and cordial <laughs> to silence. Yeah. It was so funny to it me. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Without a single phone to look mindlessly at. They oh, just had TV, to look at each or other. A book. Yeah. <laughs> just a bunch of looking at each other, contemplating. Truly my nightmare. Oh, truly. Truly. Speaking of truly. We're sponsored by uh, <laughs> Truly, you guys. It is a dying product and White Claw is not superior. <laughs> but we just want to say we just want to truly thank you for listening to this podcast. And we truly thank you and we hope you like it. Truly, we hope we don't get uh, sued because we are not sponsored by no, Truly. No, we are sponsored by podcast, uh, by Truly. Uh, and uh, if you like Truly, you can get a 10% discount by going to www.joerogan.com slash Truly. <laughs> Oh my god. And just enter in Kona needs a friend and you're gonna get a ten percent discount. That's adorable. I know. I just thought of that on the spot. Jonah. Yeah. I'm gonna go pee. I feel like that was a good spot. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Gunk. That was our truly break, you guys. <laughs> uh no problem. Uh through the uh, middle of our podcast we have uh, Kristen had a pee, so that's fine. Um so we see all the girls together, right? Yeah. And by the way, we're not sponsored by Truly, but we do trust everybody should be drinking truly it's the better <laughs> jonah literally does love truly it's the superior product yeah it's 100 <laughs> percent um so then my favorite thing too is as awkward as it gets nothing beats that awkwardness than peter walking in during it hello sheila hey sheila's <laughs> hello sheila's i've never cringed so hard in my life besides mckenna's exit speech that yeah. was i was like oh, oh yeah God. i forgot about that <laughs> and then of course hannah ann's like oh you got your little you got your little, you got your little shorts on today, huh? <laughs> I love that. You got your little swim shorts on today. Oh my god! And then when Peter was talking before, and he's being very serious, and he was wearing a flamingo shirt, <laughs> I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like if, you, if I was having a conversation with you and had a bolo tie on. Yeah. You're like, what are you talking about? He's saying, oh, this is such a serious week and uh, I'm just here to have a wife. And he's, I'm like, bitch, you like, are not ready for a wife See right these now. shorts? There's flamingos on it. That's a flamingo. The producer's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Sheila. Uh, and then he goes, oh, I hated that because we see a one-on-one with Hannah and yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, we had to talk in Australian accent the whole time, Sheila. Oh, my God. They are so lame. I thought they were super. Oh, I just thought they were kind of lame on their date. It was bad. They both speak in platitudes to each other. And I think every time they talk, it's an Instagram quote that they or Pinterest or whatever that they're just saying again i know we don't see everything but doesn't it kind of feel that way to you that they're just kind of saying generalizations and Uh it doesn't seem like they've really had a very deep conversation ever no not at all they just kept saying shit like we're living life to the fullest (laughs) i'm like you're riding jet skis like it's fun but you're not better than everybody else yeah it's i don't know and then also like they're ruined the whole time they're what? Wooing. Woo- oh, my We've God. We've had this conversation. Did you notice Hannah Ann's wooing? She would woo and then look oh. at Peter to make sure he was also wooing. So okay. weird, right? So I'm going to add to that because <laughs> I wrote this down. Like, okay, so everyone's like, woo! <laughs> like that, which we've had this conversation before. I am not a fan Jonah of wooing. Jonah hates the woo. I hate, like, can you, okay, let's just, okay, let's say, like, okay, you and I start dating, right, whatever, and then all of a sudden I'm like, let's go on a bike ride, and then we go on a bike ride, and then behind me I'm going, There's just a very limited space in this world that I think woos are appropriate. Hannah Ann woos so long when she's like, woo! And then it cuts to Peter <laughs> looking at her like, oh, you're having fun? And then it cuts back to her in mid-moo. And she's like, woo! And like, it, that's how long she wooed is they cut. Oh, my God. And then cut back. Her woos felt so forced. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. I don't dislike Hannah Ann, but it does feel like almost everything she's doing, she's just looking at Peter for affirmation. Like, yeah. am I doing this right? Is this okay? Am I being a good? It, it feels like she doesn't have anything outside of herself where yeah. she yes. just wants Peter's approval. And I just want to see her personality and, and her what she likes, not yeah. what she thinks Peter it likes. Okay, so in all honesty, so would this turn you on? If your boyfriend, <laughs> if you were like, hey, I'm going to ride you on a jet ski, and then you were controlling the jet ski, and then your boyfriend was like hugging your waist, and the whole time in your ear being like, woo, 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 That's what he was doing. Yeah. And I got to speak from, from experience here. I've been on jet skis multiple times. Lo- I, me too. Love it. Never I can dive wo- them. Never wooed. Never wooed. Never wooed. Yeah. I have a nice time. This is me every time I go, whoa, whoa, that's a lot of water. And then I keep I going. might do a couple yeah, bitches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah bitches? Yeah, bitch. That seems like a Bam Margera thing. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. Never forget you, You're man. like, Bam, bitches. <laughs> but yeah. No, I don't know. I don't want to shit on their date. They were cute. They but were it, cute. It they were very cute. kind of gross, it in my opinion. Okay, so ooh, this reminds me. Have you ever sure. been on a date like this with a guy? Uh, now, but... On like a di- like an adventure date, right? Oh. Not like a not like a, a dinner date. Okay, okay. like in a, like what a desi- qualifies as an adventure. Even date. you guys going hiking, like an adventure date, like you guys are doing something right. outside of like dinner date. Okay, and then this person has said something to you, mm-hmm. right? 
or acted a certain way, like a woo or something like that, where you've been like, this is not going to work out between us. (laughs) No, not that I can recall. Really? Well, any adventure I've been on, I've gone alone because none of my boyfriends are physically fit enough. And then they put gloves on, like to go climbing so they don't get calluses. And they're like, woo! Whole time. (laughs) I, What's your nightmare with that? I don't, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I dated that guy from Australia and we did a couple adventurous things together. Nothing beyond like going on a hike where we'd gone on a couple hikes. But yeah, he, he was very. Like, what if they like, if, what if you're like, I want to jump, I want to jump over this, over this waterfall into this water. And then he put floaties on. <laughs> that would be adorable. Well, I think that's hilarious. But no, like not as a joke. Oh. Like I need these. I'd be like, all right, I'm dating a. Or like, what if you go to beach time and they put the thing, the, like it's a trope in a movie, but they put the sunscreen on their nose so much as this white. Oh, well, it's funny because, yeah, my Australian uh, ex-boyfriend actually did do that. Oh, and I thought it was, it. I thought it was really funny. Really? Yeah. But did he do a joke or did he do it as like No, he real? did it very genuinely, which was interesting because he was already very tan, but he would always put a just ton on of sunscreen on his nose. What's with that? Why is the nose the most sensitive? He's just protecting his schnoz, you know? Okay. It does. It is one of the areas on your. <laughs> like, it gets burnt quicker than everything okay. else. Like if you were to stay to some guy's house, and then you finally get to see what he wears when he goes to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, where yeah, he wears yeah. like a little cap that comes all the way down <laughs> with a little ball on the end. Yeah. Like Scrooge. Never seen that, but would love it because no. I also, I wear little jammies, and the guys I date don't wear jammies, and I always say, I think it'd be cute if you wear pajamas. <laughs> Do you like jammies with like the soft, like the yeah. like padded footings? Little, no, you don't. Little matching jammies, I think, are so cute. Is I would a couple. That's kind of cute, I guess. I would find it adorable. That's just um. If you're adorably dorky together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would never wear matching jammies with them. I'm just saying, I think it would be cute if more guys wore jammies to bed as opposed to just their old ratty boxers that have holes in them. Oh, boxers. Where yeah. I say, um, don't you have jammies? And they say, these are my jammies. Yeah. I uh, I love jammies. I love having a good pair of jams. I, one time, <laughs> I had a girlfriend, and then we were, like, texting. And I was just kidding. And I said, what uh, did you do? Oh, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. It's going to be, like, wicked fun. Like I said, wicked fun. You know, like, the whole Boston thing. Just fucking with her. And then she literally texted back, don't ever say that. I've broken up with somebody for saying that consistently. Okay. That's a pretty heavy thing to put on. Well, somebody. I guess the guy was like, "Oh man, it's be wicked fun, like all the time, like seriously." Oh, that dinner had that wicked good thing, the good dinner, and she's like, "I will break, up, I will break up with you, if you think that that's what you normally." I say. love that that's her trigger word. I know, right? Wicked, wicked. <laughs> it was a wicked smart. Like she that. can never go to the musical. There's nothing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do they say the? I have no idea if they even say it in the musical, but. but there's no like deal breaker for you. Mm. I feel that I don't have very... What if, you, what if you looked over and then you saw your boyfriend picking his nose? I pick my nose. I don't give a shit. Pick your nose all you... I don't well, what if he eats his booger? Okay, gross. Okay. I have I have boundaries, but I also feel that what I if don't... he's constantly pulling at his dick? Okay, like that's his junk. Yeah. Derek does that. Gets on my nerves. My roommate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, it's fine. I think he's but I don't trying to feel excitement in his life. I don't really have petty... I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have petty deal breakers. It's more if you're if if you display red flag behavior. But okay, yeah, sure, shit gets on my nerves. But I would I don't think I'd break up with somebody for saying wicked. 
Maybe I'd mention it. Be like, hey, man, could you uh, tone it down? You know, like if like we were doing a podcast and I was like, oh, it's going to be a wicked good podcast. You wouldn't be like, shut the fuck up, Joan. I hate you. I, I mean, I tell you that anyway. I know, but like th- that's more in context that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I want us to do so many awkward, like, where, we're, like, where we're having fun. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, we're awkward in front of each other now. Because <laughs> this whole episode is full of that. It was so like that yeah and i was thinking the girls all have a different kind of way of i feel that maddie says like a lot which apparently also i do (laughs) and then um victoria f's version of saying like is just saying i don't know i don't know what do you want i don't what do you want yeah and then hannah ann is just staring blankly with with no emotion in her eyes yeah yeah, because we see like Peter. Peter is like going all in with "I love yous" this this episode. Oh, that is getting on my nerves so much because Me too. it hurts my feelings. He wants for, her, for the girls. Well, yeah, he wants every girl to be madly in love with him, and he knows he can only pick one girl. But he wants every single girl to assure him to love him, yes. and then he doesn't really seem to. This understand. kid has gotten his heart broken at a very early age. Oh my god, he definitely is a total. Uh, what's the word? Cuck. <laughs> I can't see Peter being a cuck, but that would be no, really funny not, if yeah, he was. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's a cuck, and Chris Harrison fucks his final one <laughs> <laughs> right in front of him. <laughs> oh, I, that's a thing. That's for sure a thing. Like Peter, did you I feel read like Chris your Harrison, contract? Chris Harrison's more like, I'm gonna fuck your mom in front of you. Like, <laughs> like you I'm know, gonna fuck Barb. <laughs> <laughs> Barb, she right. needs it. She's emotional. Oh, she deserves it. Oh god. Because even like, okay, so like. With Hannah Ann, Peter goes, when I'm saying I fall in love, when I say I'm falling in love with you, I mean it. I mean Ugh. it. Like, I mean it. Ugh. Like, not, the way he says things, he goes, it's only you I'm saying this to. Yeah, every girl, the way he's saying it is basically saying, this is so special. This is this Just is between different. us, yeah. And if I was his final choice, I'd be angry watching this back because he is saying almost the exact same thing to everybody. Yeah. And I think you can go about it in a different way where you can still express feelings for someone. But also at that point, you probably pretty much know who you're leaning towards. So for him to be saying the exact same things to elicit the same response, because he did also mention he was kind of miffed that Madison hadn't expressed that she loves him. Yes. Which I think is such an insecurity based thing. Yeah. Because clearly she really cares for him. Right. And he says that after she's like, if you sleep with somebody else, I'm going to be upset. He goes, well, you're the only one that's saying that you love me. Which is so stupid to me because it's more show, don't tell. Yeah. And she's showing that she cares because she's obviously put aside a lot of her beliefs just to even be on this show. Right. And And a lot of grief from her dad, it seems like. A lot of grief. Yeah. So Madison has probably given up more than any of the other girls to be on this show. And he's going to take what, like Victoria F. more at face value for saying that than Madison not saying it, which crazy to me. There's this, this this weird need of like reassurance that he yeah has. he just wants he wants to hear it yeah because even the same thing because when I say I'm falling in love with you I mean it she like literally says Hannah says Hannah Ann says uh, when you say that that means a lot and he like literally had no response his response was like fucking cool thanks yeah bro. he always gets a little smirk hell yeah, yeah dog yeah, hell yeah dog she loves me yeah, got it in yeah, the dog. bag I'm sorry he's like yeah, hell yeah dog <laughs> yeah like a little fucking snap bullshit thing oh my gosh yeah. And then, so then we see them at, the, at their date later, uh, yeah. and they sit at the literally the smallest table I've ever seen in my whole entire it's life. So tiny. It looked like they were at a food court at a mall. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Like, there's not enough room for dinners and an appetizer and drinks. No, there's their no knees way. are touching under the table. It's yeah. not oh, enough space. That's the worst. Ugh. That's the worst when you think you're putting your foot or knee into, like, the table leg. And you're not sure. Yeah. And then yeah. you're like, what? And then you're like, fuck, was that your leg the whole time? They're like, yeah. <laughs> you are like, why anything? didn't you say something? Yeah, why didn't you say something? Yeah. Um, and then also, the one thing I noticed, too, is that Peter looks like he has lipstick on the whole time. Did you notice that? I noticed that as well. Like it's a probably gold from a kiss. Lipstick? No, it was like a very with Hannah Anna. It was a very pink looking. Yeah, it, I did. Probably, I did notice. It probably rubbed off from her. I'm assuming, but like how? <laughs> it made me think like how 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 would it feel to have like a date with somebody like you and I are dating or whatever like you and Mike dating right and then all of a sudden Mike shows up and he's got lipstick all over his lips. How would I feel about that? Yeah. Wouldn't you be like... I'd be like, you're Where'd beautiful. Where'd that come from? Honey, I love your shade. No, that's not like a, No, <laughs> I mean like it's from making out with another girl. Um. Well, I feel like I'd never be in that situation, but I will say I uh, used to bartend with a girl who would wear a lot of lipstick and uh-huh. then she would leave and then come back and it would be all over her face. <laughs> and we'd all just... And this happened all the time, multiple times during a shift. And we were all thinking, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Like she would have perfect lipstick on and then leave and then come back all over all over her face. She looked insane. It was so funny. It was just such a inside joke at the Yeah. Clearly she had to know. We have I don't know what she was up to, but was that the girl whose nickname was Rainbow Party? (laughs) No. Do you remember hearing about those? I don't know what you're talking about. Rainbow Party's a thing when I was in college or high school. It was a thing that hit the news that, like, clearly was like, I don't think this is an actual real thing, but, um, like, somebody somewhere thought it was, okay. and parents flipped out, where it was like, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but, like, we're, it was, like, a uh, high school party where girls and guys were there, and then, like, it was, like, girls would wear all different lipstick, and then, like, they would, like, give blowjobs oh. to, uh, to all these different guys, Never and then heard dicks of this. would have, like, different, like, rings of... Lipstick. Okay, did that ever actually happen? Does it look like a rainbow? I don't think it ever did. That sounds but it like hit, some shit. But that like in like conservative Wisconsin, <laughs> it like literally was like on the fucking news and it was a big deal. That sounds like some lore that frat boys made up. Yeah. Listen up, fellas. Have you ever heard of the rainbow party? Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, There's right. No way that's ever actually like the been lore about like Britney Britney Spears when she would tour with NSYNC. You know that lore. What? Okay, no. I'm going to say some dirty words here. But like, there was like uh, talk about like, yeah, you know, she went to the hospital because she like swallowed too much semen. Like that was like <laughs> everyone. There's always like a fucking lo- like this is before Internet was popular. And it was like, I love that thing. Like, do you hear what happened? During that? <laughs> yeah, people would just make up the craziest shit. Yeah. And there was no way to verify. There's it. no way to verify it. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. 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 Insane. What a fun way to go to the Insane hospital. Insane with NSYNC. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wonder if uh, Peter went to the hospital after this episode for going to Bone Town. No, Bone Town zone zone. Too many times. Do you think? Okay, so we'll finish up with Hannah. Do you think he had sex with Hannah Ann? What do you think? Uh, probably. It's hard to say. He definitely has sex with Victoria F. I think. Yeah, that's the one, right? Um, I think he has sex with both, but I I don't know. But if he only has sex with one, I'm leaning towards Victoria F. Over Hannah Ann. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they had an interesting makeout because the way they edited it, they were making on the bed. And then one thing I realized when they when he took her to the bed instantly she instantly crossed her legs. But then I was like, oh, because she Do doesn't Hannah want, Ann? yeah, because she yeah. doesn't want a camera up her, well, her, duh, her, her yeah, vagina. Yeah, yeah. 
But then also, I was like, that's also doesn't make you feel good. It was like when you make out with somebody, and the second you like lay them down, they like close up every orifice they have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where they start putting like nose plugs in. Yeah. Ear plugs in. <laughs> I'm not gonna fuck your ear. They're like, oh, I can't hear you. I know. Um, but then they move from the bed to a silhouette. Yeah. That's weird. Um. Have you have you ever made out with somebody and then? <laughs> You went to your bed, and you guys were making out so much. You went in the, uh, then you went in the room. You're making out so much. You go in the bed, and then you're making out, and then you're like about to ready to like kind of get down and dirty. And then he was just like, "Do you want to make against the wall for a little bit?" I bet the producer said, "Hey, we need a we need a silhouette and shot." Like a fucking Titanic. Hand. Oh yeah. Always oh, a little Titanic. Maybe hand. they did that before. Maybe they edited it, but they might have been doing that already, and then they moved to the bed. Oh, so your thought is that it's body doubles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you be surprised? If they had body doubles? If they had body doubles, Peter wouldn't have smashed a glass into his face. (laughs) His scar is getting really bad. It looks terrible. It looks terrible. It looks like it's getting worse. I feel so bad. Yeah. I heard he got botched in that. uh, I guess whoever was his doctor didn't do a very good job. but Clearly. Yeah, because my mom's face got smashed and she had a plastic surgeon do her stitches and she you couldn't even tell really yeah she looked great that's interesting yeah so he he clearly didn't get like a plastic surgeon to do the stitches they did a janky job (laughs) yeah it looked like harrison was like i got it i I took a health class in high school we're good to go okay this is kind of morbid but i just now had the thought what if peter's accident was way worse and whatever happened to him messed up his entire face and then the plot line for the rest of the show was just do you still want to Oh yeah. Being at the bachelor? Yeah. You it would like, be a totally like, different show. <laughs> could you okay. This is really bad. <laughs> but because of what you said is okay, could you imagine <laughs> if you're like falling in love with Peter, you know, he's this good looking, kinda like scrawny childish guy, whatever, you know, a body like a like a four year old girl, whatever. <laughs> but, oh, but, like, um, but could you okay, so the guy that you actually love and you're having a good time with, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden you find out that you're on this lavish vacation and then he gets this is really dark but he gets in this bad uh accident and then they're like he's making through everything's fine and you're concerned you're like oh my god i love him and then the next time you see him <laughs> he is in a wheelchair and the only reason he's moving is because he's blowing into a tube <laughs> and then he comes out and he's like okay hey, 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 you're on the first date and he blows into the <laughs> tube and it turns him around and then he moves because you can't God, what a bad position to be put in. That would be so fascinating. I think they did kind of play with that concept. There was a show. I never saw it, but there was a show, something about who wants to marry a millionaire. And then they put the... Yeah, it was like Joe Millionaire. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. they put the girls through the show, making them think this guy has millions of dollars. Yeah, and then when he like chooses the... Yeah, and then the girl he chooses at the end, he reveals, by the way, I don't really have any money and I'm very poor. And yeah, it's just an interesting concept because... Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I think that would obviously change things. And people are like, yeah, people are like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, like I have to look good in front of the camera. Yeah. Because this scar is getting worse. It does look worse. Yeah, because it looked somewhat healed the last, yeah. and then now it looks, ooh. And you're like, adding the fact that he's getting tan along uh, along uh, yeah. around it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is bad. Um, but, uh, uh, okay, so... Um, so Hannah Ann comes home, mm-hmm. and uh, that's when we find out that Victoria F. is next. <laughs> and then she's sitting with, uh, of course, and she's sitting with Han- uh, and she's sitting Maddie. With Maddie. I'm like, 
you know, Maddie's like obviously in her head and they're all in her head. How, how couldn't you be? But like, I, I thought it'd be really funny if like Hannah was like overly honest. Yeah. She's like, how's your date? She goes, oh my God, it's fantastic. I can barely walk straight today. It's crazy. <laughs> I got demolished <laughs> last night. Like absolutely. It would be so horrible, tore but up. so funny. I got tore up from the floor up. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Yeah. Oh man, that would be so juicy, so sad. But yeah. I, I would love it. Like, and then, oh my God, I, I would feel so bad for Madison. Um, so we get that Victoria one on one. Um, they meet. He instantly is like, I don't want to happen. What I don't want what happened last time to affect our. And then she's or instantly every butthurt. other time. Every other time <laughs> we've ever hung out. She's instantly butthurt the whole time. Yeah, I well, I feel like they somewhat had a decent date by their standards, but it was interesting to me that Peter was coddling her this entire time and basically saying, "Clean slate." I don't want to remember anything else that happened, which is insane that he just wants to forget everything yeah. that's happened up until this point and is being so sweet to her. He was being so sweet. So and sweet she still her. found a way to be at their date portion when they were sitting down at the table. I got so infuriated that she still found a way to be like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you I want from me? What do you want? I, I don't know. Because he's like, this day's going good, right? And she goes, yeah, we're not even arguing. She is a terrible You're communicator. Like a month in. I know, and, like, the fact that they don't know each other very well and they are fighting this much is, it's just the biggest red flag. I mean, we've yeah. talked about this so much, but. You know, my biggest red flag was, was during this date, he goes, oh, my God, like, we're on the other side of the world. Can you even fucking believe it? It's like, you're a pilot. <laughs> that's your job. You can believe it because a pilot took you there. Like, that's yeah. an easy thing do, to do. Do you think pilot? Or Pilot Pete ever gets on a a plane and get it, that he's not flying and gets all like, hey, wait, I just want to talk to the pilot to see what he's up to. Just yeah. like, you know, he just wants to go up there and be, <laughs> tell him how to do his job. Kind of like, hey, man, you going to touch the red controller? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't touch that if I were. Hey, you going to press that button? Yeah, I'd probably do. Yeah, I'd do the same thing. Yeah, he's like, I, nah, I don't really like it. That's like, the Who button, are I... you? He's like, I'm a pilot, Pilot <laughs> Pete. We're like you're not a pilot. We all know you're not a pilot. He's like, my name's Pilot Pete, and I'm a pilot. Did you? Did we talk about this last time? On the last episode, at the very end, the dad of, I think the stepdad of Victoria F says some shit about Peter, where he's like, I'm not calling him Pilot yeah. Pete. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I don't want to fucking. Yeah, I'm not gonna so say funny. pilot's name is Pete. Whatever his last name is, <laughs> like I'm not gonna say Pilot <laughs> Pete. That's like if I was like. uh, <laughs> uh like if I met my girlfriend's parents and I was like, "Hey, my name's uh, Jonah Jerkins. They call me Big Dick Jerkins. Uh, <laughs> what's going on? I'm not gonna call you Big Dick Jerkins. Well, that's my name. <laughs> so you better call me it. Yeah. Okay, that bombed. Oh, brother. No, oh, brother. Oh, brother. <laughs> go well, brother. Um. So <clears throat> nothing really happens during the, the beginning of their date, Victoria. F. Yeah, not really. Nothing it's, really happens. Just a lot of Peter being like, man, I just want to have a clean slate. I want to forget the past. Let's move past all the red flags and yeah. just enjoy each other because I really want to bone. My favorite thing that happened, I don't know if you caught this, but that. Oh, boy. So they're talking, and then he goes, uh, I could really see a life. And he goes, at first, I had to rewind it because at first he goes, I could really see a life with Victoria C. Things would be going really well. Like stuff like that. I'm no, like, did you just did fucking not. call Victoria C? And then I rewinded it and he goes, um, he goes, I could see a life with Victoria. And he meant to say, um, with Victoria, 
and see us have a good oh, life together. Okay, okay. But he said it so quickly together. He goes, I could see a life with a Victoria C and see us together. Gotcha. Or and, and have us together. I'm like, you idiot. How funny would that be? Yeah. If he's like, Victoria C. She's like, there's never been a Victoria C. <laughs> he's like, oh, then yeah, you got to go home. I thought yeah. you were somebody else. I thought you were Victoria P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So what's your overall thought on this 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 date? Um, it's the best date that Peter and Victoria have ever been on, which is not saying much. Yeah. Um, it seems like she just has a lot of baggage from her last relationship. She has so much baggage. She's probably one of the worst communicators I've ever seen. Where she even keeps saying, "We really need to work on communication," and like, because that's like the most important thing in a relationship. And then she continues to be a bad communicator, where Peter does seem generally. As if he's a good listener. Yeah. He does seem to listen fairly well and want to hear people's emotions. So the fact that he is just kind of listening and letting her air her shit out and she still finds a way to turn it around and make it into a pseudo argument is so annoying. Also, I don't know if you caught this, but Peter at one point told Victoria, there's nothing you need to work on at all, which I think is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, I feel bad because it feels like it feels like she is coming from like a, a pretty judgmental guy because yeah. he like literally has to stop he goes listen like listen like, like you like you don't need to fix anything like stop it like just like i'm not judging you i'm yeah. just talking to you i guess i do empathize if she's been through relationships that made her feel not confident and judging by her actions and the fact that she slept with her friend's husband's gives me indication that she's not confident and she's insecure yeah. but also when a guy is sitting down and literally telling you Hey, let's just talk and I will always be honest with you and saying he's saying really nice things and being very sweet to her and very understanding. And she still finds a way to just be like, "Uh, uh, uh, that's not a person you want to be in a relationship with. She has so much she needs to work out in her own life that is not going to get fixed in a couple weeks or a couple months. You know, 100% right. Because she's like literally being like, what do you want? What do you want me to change? Like, what do I need to do? And he's just like. He says nothing. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Yeah. He's being so nice. He's giving her so much grace that in my opinion, she doesn't really even deserve. That he's not even giving Madison. No. And he definitely didn't give to Kelly, which was really annoying. So he has clearly a soft spot for her and is willing to bend over backwards for her. And (laughs) he even said something like you've never walked away from this. And I'm like, but she literally has millions of times. She's quite literally gotten up and walked away from so many conversations with him. So many. So she just incredibly problematic. Yeah. Sorry. Jonah. Sorry. Open. Um, uh, yeah, she's very, yeah. And I think he, he also says it later on where he's just like, I like that it's not just like everything's fine. It's like all over the board. Like there's excitement to it. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, Peter's the one who wants her around. So whatever. I mean, he clearly enjoys that kind of relationship. She's hot. He thinks she's hot and he thinks love is drama. (laughs) He does. He thinks like love is like war of the roses. What's that? It's a movie from the eighties. I don't get your references. (laughs) He thinks that love is like, I don't know. He thinks love, he thinks love is like, well. <laughs> he just wants to be in turmoil constantly. He yeah. wants to 
make up and break up and have makeup sex and for everything to be uh he doesn't want a stable can you imagine peter just going to the grocery store with a girlfriend he doesn't want to do that he wants to fight the entire way there about everything and have you been in a relationship like that uh yeah and can you see how it does get intoxicating? Because I've been there. We've talked about that. Yeah. I know we talked about yours. Well, because you always think to yourself, oh, but parts of this is so good that you don't want to give it up. So yeah. I guess I can I can totally understand where he's coming from. So you look for the good in the person and the things that you like about them, whether it's physical or emotional. But then the fact that it's so cyclical and the fights always happen and it's always over the same dumb things and yeah. the same misunderstandings and the person isn't a good communicator, that's... It's it's always going to be like that. Yeah. If you're with a person like that who hasn't had the time or energy to grow emotionally as a person, it, it's not your job to make somebody realize that they have. Yeah, I just don't I don't think Victoria F has ever been told before that she's kind of annoying and also emotionally immature. And she, I don't think she even realizes that. I think she yeah. thinks she is a good partner. I don't think she realizes that she is would be a nightmare to date. I think it's like almost the opposite where and I could be 100% wrong but but like where she has had people that are so hard on her where she's like I'm not that bad. That could be. Yeah, I guess both. I don't know. Both make sense. She's probably dated a lot of douchebags. Can you call uh, Bam and see what he thinks? <laughs> We're going to get Bam on the podcast. Yeah, we're going to Bam on the line here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh, We're going uh, uh, to have him in come in through night, uh, Netscape. We're uh, flying him in, actually. Um. <laughs> yeah. He's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we flew him in yesterday, but he got kicked off the plane five times. <laughs> so it didn't really work out. How did you get kicked off a flight back to? <laughs> it actually it's because has. Peter's the pilot and he'll kick you off and be like, all right, I forgive you, and then let you back on. And, then and he's Peter. like, I don't think you really want to be on enough. <laughs> I don't think you want to fight for this. Um, I need you to fight for this. Could you imagine Pete being like, oh, hey, guys, uh, it's going to be a four-hour flight. I could make it three hours, but I need you guys to prove to me that you really, really want to be there. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I know. It's all right. (laughs) Um, And then we figured out they they fuck. Yeah? Um, 100%. There's no way they don't fuck. There's absolutely no way that he well first of all he for, says to madison i've been intimate so we know he at least was intimate once definitely victoria victoria because even not even twice. she was like an ultimatum like she's the, she was the one that had the most uh she's so ag- she's the most defensive against yeah it. she's so aghast which yeah. <laughs> of course you are because you literally sleep with your friend's husband so i guess you have no qualms i did like how she was so sad and she was just like how she felt since so she said she felt so bad and he's such a good guy because like she's he's like being patient with her like mm-hmm. problems mm-hmm. she started crying and then she uses her dress, her dress, her dress as, a, as a tissue that was one of the funniest things it, telling to me because if the producers really liked her they would have given her a tissue yeah know, that's when know. you know they're like this bitch could cry into her you know, own they dress. just grabbed it away from her she's like, <laughs> what am i supposed to use <laughs> use your dress <laughs> um which is crazy so uh they go to the bone zone we figured that one out and uh next we have of course last madison Oh, poor Madison. That poor woman, right? Poor girl's been sitting in that fucking fantasy, uh, not fantasy suite, but you know, the the hotel they're all sharing, just yeah. alone with her thoughts. Um, how do you th- how did you feel about the date? Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, the date 
itself seemed to go well. It was just the sit down portion that obviously was like yeah. very hard on both of them. But when they saw each other, they legitimately see when they actually meet, they're like these people are very oh, excited to see each other. They do. They seem so happy and excited to yeah. be around each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they they scale us out of building. How do you feel about that? That's an Australian thing I've realized. That was pretty intense, and I've done pretty reckless things, and I've gone skydiving and stuff. But you that, go skydiving? Yeah, but that seemed really scary to me. Did you like the tandem thing, or did you go by yourself? Tandem, because I think the well, the first you time you go, go you yeah. have to go tandem. So did I mean, you like the guy? Or was he weird? No, I I liked it because I was, you know, my rationale is if I go down, I kind of want someone to be strapped to my back and I want it to be a complete stranger. So if you're going to kill somebody, (laughs) if you're going to die, you want to take somebody with you. I mean, I don't want to be alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, no, the date was pretty scary, but they seemed to have a nice time. They made out a bunch with those harnesses on. I was thinking, are you guys not scared? Well, they also made a they made out a, a bunch in the elevator on the way up and I'm like, I think the guide's just to your right. Like <laughs> the poor guy. Let's pan to the poor people that have to sit through that. Yeah. Oh my god. Same with the guy on the boat. Be- yeah. A couple episodes before. It's like what is that, that's your job is you just make people you just watch people make out. You almost you just have to get comfortable with the idea of someone watching you make out to be on this show because honestly, wow. Yeah. There's people everywhere. It um are you afraid of heights? No. I'm definitely really. afraid of heights. Well, okay, I'm weirdly where I have gone skydiving and stuff, but if I have to jump off a bridge into water, that scares me. Where I won't do it. I just won't. Because you're afraid of like what's beneath the water? Well, I'm scared of the height aspect a little bit, which is weird. Where it's I, I love roller coasters. Like uh-huh. I've been to Cedar Point a million times and I love the roller but I do get scared. I don't know. I think it's controlled chaos kind of with roller coasters and skydiving where you just yeah. kind of assume hopefully you'll be fine because it's professionals that are in charge. Right. But if I'm jumping off of a bridge into water, I don't know how. Yeah, it's I, I don't know how deep the water is. Yeah, it's a scary and part. Yeah, that's scary. We hear so many stories about people jumping off and like breaking their back. Yeah, they break their back. Yeah. So a date like this, though, I think I would enjoy, but I'd definitely be a little bit scared. You feel like they got too comfortable with it. It's a lot. It's a lot. Maddie's a cool girl to take on a date like this, though. So yeah, because she's like you know adventurous and she's real confident. Yeah, that she way. she is confident in herself. It seems. Yeah. Um. So I guess it was like, and they kind of the best date of the three. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. Did Peter woo at all in this date? I think he's more like woo. Yeah, I'm yeah. scared. Yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> this He's like uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, make out with me, please. Yeah. Um, I'm not a harness guy. That seems scary. Yeah, that that out of yeah out of all the dates we've seen so far this season, that to me was pretty scary. Yeah, high stakes. High stakes. They put these people in some high stakes situations. They really do. And then, like, of course, and then they make her adrenaline run, her run wild during the date, and then all of a sudden she has to go on a date later on yeah and then that's so they go on their one-on-one later and that's when she drops the bomb that she's a virgin yeah right woof you could just see the look on his face man of like yeah hearing that okay this is why you had an issue because you're a virgin yeah and now i have to tell you i kind of like i went to the bone zone with somebody it was tough to watch yeah. that conversation but yep. i i felt like they did both 
try to be respectful of each other. Yeah. The, which is obviously the main difference, I think, between when people try to draw comparisons between Madison and Luke. Luke and Hannah's conversation was brutal in a totally different way. Because totally was. Luke was manipulative and gaslighting and all that stuff and slut shaming. I don't think Madison, she even basically said, I'm not trying to shame you for your choices, right. but these are my choices. Yeah. And they definitely should have had this conversation earlier. But, man, that was tough. Because uh-huh. you can see how much they care and how much it hurts both of them. Yeah, and you could see... And that's, you know, coming back to what we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, but, like, that's when she says the thing, which I think was, like, one of the most poignant things I've heard, which was, like, you're going to tell somebody you love... Mm-hmm. You might, in a week, you might tell me that you love me and you only want to be with me, and then you're going to go on down on one knee, and I'm going to know that you slept with somebody six days ago. Yeah. Which is really hard. That's it's, rough. Oh, man. I, I was like, man. And you could tell it hit him hard, too. That hit me hard. And yeah. I, I, w- I don't know. I, I wish Peter... I mean, he seems empathetic in this moment, but yeah. I don't. It's weird though because it almost seems like he doesn't get it, but you feel as if he should because obviously he fucked Hannah what? four times in a windmill and they got dumped, and that felt yeah. horrible. And he yeah. talks about that heartbreak so much, mm-hmm. especially at the beginning of the season, how that affected him. So of course, <laughs> so I think it's completely valid to know that and see that this kind of thing happens and to say to yourself i don't want to put myself through that especially for maddie who is so different from a lot of contestants where she's a virgin and to imagine putting herself through anything even remotely similar to that regarding her sexuality and her yeah i i can't relate to her personally but i can totally empathize with her yeah i don't think she's crazy for what she's no. saying I, I wrote down that i i said this is the wrong show for her right feelings it totally is yeah that is such a smart way of putting it i know i was pretty happy i put you are so by it. i think maddie's probably the most eloquent in terms of her yeah it's so strange because again i don't i don't really identify with her at all and i'm sure I don't you, either. you don't either no. yeah but but she makes it in a way where, like, I see points. exactly where she's coming from. Yeah. And she's very grounded. She's not, like, she's not grounded or naive, naive thinking that, like, I want to be with somebody who's never going to be with anybody. Other, you know, like, she gets the fact, like. She knows he's not a virgin. Right. All she's really saying is, please don't fuck everybody six days before you propose to right. me. That's all she's really asking for. And in all honesty, like. That's yes, you're right. You're, that's exactly what she's saying. But like, I think in her reasoning, where it's like, it's not because I, I'm a virgin. I don't want to fuck somebody else. It's like, you're gonna tell me that you want to marry me, but you just slept with somebody months ago, like days ago, hours ago. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. I mean, she's really the only girl I think that's actually looking at it from a real world perspective. Yeah. And again, as I said earlier, I think any one of these girls would go home after getting engaged and then that would hit them and then yeah. they'd realize wow i'm engaged to a guy who was saying i love you and fucking another girl days right. before and maybe in the moment they wouldn't because they'd be all wrapped up in the engagement and the in the in the elation of winning and making yeah. it this far and getting the neil diamond ring but then when all of that is gone you really have to sit with the thought of what did i just do yeah and technically i'm like a rebound yeah Cause like I'm just 
I'm engaged because they couldn't make it work with somebody else. Yeah, I'm a choice of multiple choices, and realistically, yeah, they could I'm have a been happy. Of multiple choices. <laughs> I, I'm so smart. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, I just I do feel for Maddie, yeah. even though I don't identify with her beliefs or her or her, you know, religion or faith. I think it's a totally rational human emotion that right. she's feeling. Which also made me feel bad for Peter in the, in the same way because, like, I think he is trying to be, like, the nice guy and he's getting thrown into this world that is The Bachelor and now he is finally... That sentence that, that she says starts um, uh, a domino effect mm-hmm. of two people finally getting sucked into reality of what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. And he hasn't and had that with either of the other either girls. Either And she, I've never seen, any, I've never seen a woman hit it so hard, or a, a contestant hit it so hard, or the bachelor bachelorette hit it so hard. Because then he's just like, I now have to be honest and true and say like, I just fucked somebody like forty eight hours ago. This was the realest moment I think of the entire season. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he's like, I don't know how to say this to you. But I did. I had sex with somebody. Like, I did. And it is important to, like, for me to, like, know that part of somebody before I make a, a full-time commitment, which is a, a very valid point. Yeah, I see from his perspective, too. You don't yeah, want to marry somebody you've never break fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, are you really re- willing to throw away a lifetime? But also, she's like, this is what I believe. Yeah. Right? And then it's crazy, because when he said that to her, like, you saw her literally get sucked out of the moment gets sucked out of like this whole production that is the bachelor mm-hmm. and she looks at the camera she looks at the probably the 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 uh audio like gaffer guy mm-hmm. or like the grip i'm sorry grip and producer and then she's like i gotta step out of this for a second yeah. i've never seen anybody just like see that they're all this it's like when truman finds out oh, he's in the truman show that it was such literally a good that reference. moment yeah. yeah it felt that way too yeah yeah. I've never seen that happen in this season since I've been watching so like poignant poignantly poignantly poign- <laughs> you're now you're making me fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poign- but like it's like it is such a Truman-esque like moment where all of a sudden it's like your whole world gets revealed to you. Like the 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 veil gets uh opened. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The- <laughs> it's such a good point. I just ruined it with five fuck ups. No. But it's crazy. Like I was like I've never fucking seen that it's it's definitely colton-esque a little bit where it gets a little meta and you start to see it breaking through the fourth wall kind of like i can jump over this fence and there's a whole world behind that that i even know i know that that shit was so wild i wish they hadn't teased that as much as they did because that would that would have been a lot more um of a shock to just see but yeah i think madison is having one of her own little moments where she's realizing this doesn't really align with my values and um she i think she's felt very backed into this corner but but at the same time she cares for peter so much that that's kept her yeah on the show and she comes he comes and gets her which i thought was a good move um he's done it with victoria f a hundred times so he knows how to do it it. he's like i've been here before (laughs) this ain't my first rodeo i gotta come fine but then how do you feel about this he sits there and he's like do not give up on us do not leave like do not like 
look past this. But like, then uh, that but made like, me so mad too because then he's saying it to every single other girl. And I'm exactly. she's, she's yeah. being so smart. She's so smart. She sees right through it. She realizes, yes, he's saying these awesome, wonderful things to me that you want to hear from a partner, but right. he is saying the exact same thing. If Victoria F. tried to walk away, he'd say the same thing. If Hannah Ann tried to walk away. actually said, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's... It's almost as if she's starting to see through it a little bit and realizing, yeah. okay, I thought we had this strong connection and we do, but he is saying all these other things that I don't know about right. to other people. What a shithead thing to say to somebody if you didn't intentionally, like, I think if it was like, I am questioning, I don't know. I don't know how I would be if I was put in this position. I do feel for, I do feel for the bachelor and bachelorettes when they're put in this position because mm-hmm. they are trying to like make good with everybody. Yeah. But like, um, I feel like I would be have the wherewithal to be like, yes, I did this. I fucked up. And this girl's like, well, that's it for me. Like, yeah. I can't. And then yeah. just me being like, that's fine. I like, I can't definitely say you're going to be there to the end. So yeah. if you don't want to be here, I get it. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. But like, I know I, I don't want to, I, how terrible would you feel if, if I like, you know, if you were the whatever and I was a bachelor and I was just like, don't leave. I promise you like, stay 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 and then you're the first person out the next time yeah yeah because you can't he already did that to somebody yeah he so he invited somebody back yep to then do that to i oh man yeah i i wish peter had the strength to just kind of admit i really really care for you but and as much as this hurts our values don't align and i think for the both of us I'm not saying that would be an easy thing to do, but it feels so selfish of him to realize that he majorly fucked up, that things just aren't lining up for them. And it's so important. Like sex is such an important thing in a relationship. So if you don't have the same values on that, you really can't. Yeah. So it just feels completely, Pete wants to have it all with all the girls and wants to keep this little facade going of those three of us are all happy. Right. And, and, I get that it's hard, but it feels incredibly self-serving of him to be saying these things and doing things to reassure people that he really can't give assurance to. Right. He can't. And he's already been known to lie. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, if I was any one of these girls, I'd think I had it in the bag. Yeah, exactly. And why why wouldn't you feel that way? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. He literally even kind of said that with good Corey F. He said something like, wrap it up. It's in the bag. Didn't he say something like that? Kind of, yeah. He kind of did. He also said that with Hannah Ann, in a way. Yeah. He's just like, please know when I say this, I mean this. I'm truly getting very annoyed with him. Because I think with, sorry, we can wrap it up. But I just want to say this one last thing. With with Colton's season, everybody knew that it was Cassie for kind of the last couple weeks. And he really showed his true colors in Fantasy Suite Week where... He clearly didn't have sex with Tasha, Right. And um, so I'm just saying it is possible. I know he was a virgin, and so that makes things different. But he didn't compromise his relationship with Cassie by saying the same things to all the other girls or making them feel as if they were safe or that they were his final choice. Yeah. I think he only made that clear with her, really. Right, right. So I don't, I don't know why Peter's trying to get everyone to love him so much. I think because he was like abandoned by hannah in a way 
Yeah, I think I think he is kind of overcompensating for being blindsided. Yes. He was blindsided, so <laughs> it's almost fucked up because now he's just perpetuating that by because he's going to blindside yeah. every single one of these girls. It's insane because like it's like he's like he can't he can't like he he'll do whatever he can to not be left. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because he's a pilot, and we all know that like <laughs> it's your job to leave. Yeah, places. like we all know, okay, that it goes like this. It goes, I'm leaving <laughs> on a jet plane. <laughs> I wish I could something something. You know what I'm saying? No. All my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. You're so old. It's from the movie Arm- Armageddon. I don't know. I'm just standing here, right outside your door. The cabbie's waiting. He's blowing his horn. Um, something, something. It's early morn. I'm leaving. Oh my god! On a jet plane. I wish that you. Okay, cool. Beautiful. If you would have known that song, and we would have kind of hit it together, it would be a perfect <laughs> goodbye. See how we do, Jesse McCartney. What's Jesse? I love Jesse McCartney. I'm leaving, never to come back again. Found somebody who does it better than he can. Okay, that no, crushed crush harder. <laughs> that crushed harder. And then I would say, I would say what you said before about how sex is really important. So you, you, you're saying is like you're not going to be in the winds unless you're hitting skins. What? Because <laughs> you said sex is very important. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're not in the winds unless you're hitting skins. Did I say that the winds and the skins? Part? No, I think that's what you've inferred. What like, does that mean? Like you're not in the winds unless you're hitting skins. Who says that? Well, when you said that, that popped in my brain. Okay. And I've been holding that on for a long time. <laughs> this is kind of a more serious podcast yeah. than we've had. These last two have been pretty serious. I, I think so, it. too. Is that okay? Sorry. No, I love it. I think it's like kind of... I'm the s- one who brought it to that. Well, I think, as the girls say, it's getting really serious. It's getting really serious. It's getting really serious this week, so we had a serious podcast talking about relationships and sex. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it is interesting, like, watching somebody kind of juggle these three things together. Yeah. While like, while I think it's it's also watching him f- being physically affected by realizing that he is emotionally manipulating people, because I think he's kind of it feels like he's getting into the know about like mm. I am kind of fucking with these people. I think when he watched Maddie walk away, he kind of realized, oh yeah, <laughs> you know he's calling Hannah up, being like, I totally get why you left me. <laughs> And like, <laughs> I would have chose him too, and I'm making wrong decisions, and just come back to me. <laughs> you know that's happening. Yeah, I think he's realizing it. Yeah. It's hitting him for yeah. real. I just trust in this process, and I can't trust the <laughs> process anymore. And I can't lie because Chris has my soul, and he has my <laughs> and he has my address in my parents' house. He has all my credit cards. Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you watch Outsider? No. Okay. God damn it. Okay. Never mind. Well, well, we see. So let's just finish <laughs> up on this. So we see, we see, uh, uh, we see Madison walk away. What do you think happens? Do, do you know what happens? Because you're always. Good I on this. I don't know. Okay. Well, what do you think happens? Do you think she comes back? Nobody knows. Because well, women tell all our next week, which I always love. It's yeah. always the cattiest one. Um. So do I you think, think she comes back for the, the the final two? I think she for sure comes back. She probably has something to do with the whole. We just found we this just out. Found out. Maddie's back. And she Could talked to God, and he says it's cool for you to bone her. You're doing that in a way, <laughs> kind of like the song I sang, by the way. You just did that. Uh, we just found out she's coming back. 
She's down to something. You just did that in that cadence. Did I? Sorry. How would you feel if Chris came back and be like, we just found out Maddie killed herself. Oh, my God. And it's all because of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine that? And then Chris was like, all right, go out there and propose. Yeah, so go, yeah go pick somebody else. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you can't pick Maddie now. I mean, what, could you imagine? It would be insane. I would love if this show ever actually got real, like at some point. Like the real world? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, obviously I think Maddie does come back to at least say her piece like or C-U-M, something. Like C-U-M, I have sex? No. Okay. Sorry. But I think Peter, some other theories I've been hearing is that Peter is about to go ahead and propose kind of to his second choice or whoever. Oh. Yeah, so probably Hannah Ann, because it's not going to be Victoria. And then after Rose, he kind of apologizes. Yeah, so it's definitely some weird shit between Hannah Ann and Madison. We'll see. What a bad couple seasons. <sighs> Man, I just want to see like a regular-ass season where people end up together. and they. I mean, I guess we saw that with Colton Cassie. Like, in where people like go to the movie. Yeah, they, were, you know, <laughs> they go to a movie and they're like, did you like it? They're like, yeah, yeah not really. And then, they, and then they get drunk and get burritos later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. And then there's a scene where he's like, who's that guy? What does that mean? <laughs> Did you used to date that guy? Why? Like that? Yeah. Yeah. You've had a lot of moments like that, haven't you, Jonah? I felt a little too visceral. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm not, I'm not afraid. Are you? I, I think this show would fuck me up jealous This show would fuck me up. I think it would fuck anyone up. I'm uh, not jealous at all. But I'm, man, when you're literally physically seeing all the other people... Yeah. Yeah, how could you not? And again, I think I think anybody, and I respect I respect all her decisions, and especially like you know I'm not a religious guy, but I, I respect what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But Maddie, man, she fucking in two lines she brought it down to being like she did. That is fucked up. Yeah. She ain't wrong. I don't think she's wrong, and no. people can say she's wrong or that she gave him an ultimatum or that she's an asshole. I don't think she was an asshole at all. No, not at all. I don't know. Yeah, you got to stick with your beliefs and. I think she stuck to him, and we'll see what happens. But who knows? I think maybe they do end up together, but we'll see. Guess we'll find out. We have two episodes left. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And next week is Women Tell All. Women Tell All, baby. Are you excited about that? Yeah. This is like my most favorite. Category, I hope Victoria P gets called out for being a sneaky little snake because yeah. I was rooting for her in the beginning, and then finding yeah. out what a little fake ass bitch she was. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Hell yeah! I hope she gets hers. I'm super excited. And then also, so the week after we, uh, is a season finale. Um, if you're in Chicago, we're going to be at Renali's watching it there. Woo! What? We're going to be, we're going to be, woo! woo! We're going to get our drinks yeah. and a pizza, and we're going to be like, woo! Yeah, heart-shaped pizza. It's going to be really <laughs> excited. Uh, so if you're in the Chicago area, you should join us there. Um, other than that, Kristen, uh, where can they see you perform next? Anything you want to plug? Oh. We always forget to do this, because we're performers. Where, um, do you, where can we... I will be at High Dive on Thursday. High Dive is what? The bar. It's a bar. It's a bar called High in Dive Ukrainian in Chicago. Village. Yeah. Uh, it's my boyfriend's birthday. Mike Myers birthday is show. a very uh, uh, a local comedian. Is very amazing. Yeah. So I'm booked on the show because of nepotism, I guess. But more like dickatism. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked him. I deserve it. Yeah. Um. But no, I'm on the show. It'll be fun. It's his birthday show. Awesome. Yeah. And he's like one of my favorite people. And he's very funny. He's very sweet. Yeah. Very he's funny. recording his album coming up. 
Uh, on CYSK. Yeah, a few months away. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, I will always be at uh, Community You Know every single Wednesday at Timothy Tools downtown in Chicago. You can check us out at communityyoushouldknow.com. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're in New York or L.A., we have shows in New York and L.A. Um, just Google Community You Know for those. Uh, and that's fine. And then I always have Blackout Diaries every single Saturday at the Newport Theater mm-hmm. in Chicago. You can go to blackout, theblackoutdiaries.com for tickets. Uh, we also have shows coming up uh, in New York, uh, hopefully next month, which will be super fun. And I'm at Laugh Factory um, all month almost. Woo! In Chicago, just in Chicago. Woo! 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 I'm and I'm at High Dive at, uh, High Dive at the end of the month. Uh, woo! Woo! <laughs> Um, and that's it. There's a little, we've had two kind of longer podcasts than normal, but I think they've been pretty interesting. And, and thank you for sharing all your moments, thank Kristen, you. with us. Not, not, not you. <laughs> but like, if you want to share your moments, uh, please email us at, at uh, 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 pedals and pricks podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear it. We've had a, a lot of people write in last week about the Pam Margera thing, which is so funny that that happened. Um, and we love it. And we love to hear your comments. And we, uh, if you're okay with us speaking about you online, uh, or on, on air, make sure air on record, make sure you say that's okay. Uh, and then if you're new to the podcast, please like review, uh, subscribe just so that we always show up every week for you. And, uh, and it helps us, um, spread the word, which is great. That's everything I wanted to say. Anything you want to say? <sighs> Woo. Woo. It's gonna get there <laughs> slowly. Bye. I love my baby. I love her too. We are together all the time, and everything is so good damn fine. <laughs>